everybody, Discount Moby here, also known as the Grand Prick, and today we're going to be following up on last week's predictions for Portuguese GP, which was, if you watch our podcast, relatively interesting, but a little bit more boring considering the action we've had at the first two Grand Prix at Bahrain and Imola. But in today's video, I'm going to be running through all of the drivers in my prediction for the lineup for this weekend if you disagree or agree let me know in the comments below we always love to hear from the followers and as always don't forget to like and subscribe as that helps me to buy new stuff and go to grand prix which is really really important to me let's have the intro and then jump straight into it like a very So where do we begin? Obviously, we're going to start at the back of the grid and work our way forward. And I'm just going to go straight in to the lineup. And very, very back is obviously, and I think this goes without saying, unless there's a DNF, aka Kimmy plowing into his teammate for no other reason than just a silly mistake. It is, of course, our favorite, our drinking buddy, Maza Spin. Um, unfortunately, he didn't actually spin at the Portuguese Grand Prix, which was a little bit of a letdown because it meant I couldn't have a shot. But I think it goes without saying that he will be at the back of the grid on Sunday because it's just kind of inevitable, isn't it? it it's as inevitable as the fact that as soon as I start recording, the guys working next door begin to work once again. So if you hear drilling in the background, that is not Mazapin doing donuts accidentally that is in fact unfortunately destruction so next up is his teammate schumacher who i think will be once again in 19th place he did finish 17th this week getting ahead of latifi and doing a really really good job but i do think that that has vehicle uh will be a little bit behind williams i don't think the williams car is going to be incredibly well suited for um the spanish grand prix but i do think latifi will be ahead this time uh schumacher though is making great strides and i think this is just the ideal year for him to get to grips with f1 um without much pressure but i think he's going to be very very quickly and closely into p19 in p18 i'm going to hazard my bets that latifi will be in p18 at the back i again i don't think that car is going to be too perfectly handled for this i think it was more set up for high speed tracks which portugal is technically one of two drs zones um high speed corners pretty much apart from a couple of the chicane so i think this car uh was caught off by the wind at portugal but i do think it's going to have less of a good time at spain and also bear in mind that spain is going to be a lot closer when it comes to the more experienced drivers and i think latifi's going to get left down the back which leads me on to the next one which i think a lot of you are going to shout at me in the comments for and that is i think in p17 we're going to see the young rookie yugi sonoda 
Now, I did say in last week's video that he would be P14 or 15, I think, and I was almost on the money. The reason I said this is because he's a little bit too aggressive. Um, it's a tricky track last week. Spain is a lot more predictable, but I think he's just, he's going to be annoyed that he was kind of back down the field last week. Um, and he's going to be a little bit more aggressive this weekend. He just doesn't have the experience to be that aggressive on the track. I think Sonoda is without a doubt a future world champion. He's got all the right skills, all the right pace, all the right attitude. But I think until he matures a little bit in the sport, he's going to be kind of on the back foot. I think it's very much a Max Verstappen story with this guy. Um, and I just think for that reason... I think he's going to be on the back foot in Spain once again. I think he's going to make a silly mistake um, just by pushing a little bit too hard. And unfortunately, I think he's going to fall in line just behind a driver that I don't think, honestly, and again, feel free to agree with me, disagree with me in the comments, etc. I don't think has a place in Formula 1. And that is, of course, Italian Jesus in Giovinazzi. I think he's going to be down in P16. Why do I think this? Well, the honest to God fact is I just don't think that that Alfa Romeo has a massive amount of pace. And on top of that, I don't think he is a great driver. I think, you know, obviously he's ahead of the Williams because, well, the Williams don't have a great car. He's ahead of the Haas because the Haas, once again, don't have a great car. Um, the car is not great, but I just don't think Giovinazzi is anything special. Um, and I think he will be there in P16, um, just, you know, putting in a decent race, finishing it, but that's about it. I don't think there's much we'll see from Giovinazzi, just not that interesting a driver, and I think they really need to bring in an F2 champion or an F2 driver, um, you know, just to fill that spot. P15, I think it's our Mr. Saturday. I don't think he's going to have Mr. Sunday this week. And I'm talking, of course, about George Russell, who is the wunderkind for Mercedes. He is lined up to be the pre or the the successor to the Lewis Hamilton fortune. Um, he is a great, great, great driver. We see him get in to you know really, really, really solid timings on the Saturday in a car that really doesn't deserve it. But that Williams is clearly unpredictable. They're hoping to grab a few points from a few races. Uh, Portugal was one of them, but the wind caught them off guard. And I just don't think that Spain is going to suit them on this. And again, I think Spain is going to be one of those races where a lot of the field are much, much, much more experienced in that track. And I don't think George is going to do spectacularly well there. But I think given the carries in, P15 is probably a decent outcome. In front of him in P14, I think we're going to see Iceman himself, Kimi Raikkonen, as long as he doesn't get himself in any more DNFs. And a quick word on that. I actually, what obviously what happened there was he was changing a setting or checking something on his car. He accidentally moved into a slipstream, and by the time he caught what he was doing, it was just too late to react. He was doing 300 kilometers plus an hour. Um, but one of the things I did really like is he managed to slide himself right into the exact location where the stewards could easily remove his car. So always a class act and a gentleman, our Kimmy. And I just think Kimmy, um, 
Kimi will do quite well, but again, I don't think the Alfa Romeos are going to shine at the Spanish Grand Prix. I just, I think they're going to do okay. That's really it. Now, the big next one, which again will cause people to shout, but don't forget before you shout to like and subscribe. But I think the next one up here is going to be Ocon, sorry, Alonso. Uh, Alonso there in 13th place. Um, now, the reason I think this is because that Alpine is not a very strong car. I think they did well in those tricky conditions. And it seems like, it seems like that Renault power unit is a monster. Either that or there's not much drag on this car. But I think from looking at the car and the chassis and the aerodynamic elements on it, it tends to look like a more draggy car. So I'm guessing that that Renault power unit is a monster because it was known as like the drag racer on Sunday's race in Portugal. I don't think it's going to suit Spain again. And also, I think Alonso still has some time to get to grips with that car, bearing in mind as well he was out of Formula 1 for two full seasons. I don't think he's going to come back spectacularly here. Um, I think 13th would be a solid position for him, given who's ahead of him up the field. Um, and actually, I think the only thing that people may disagree with on this video is they're probably going to think my P8 should be my P13. But I've got a, I've got a prediction to make, but we'll get to that in a while. So, sitting in front of Alonso will be my least favorite Canadian, Lance Stroll. I think the Stroll is going to do quite well at this race, but not spectacularly. I think 12th is a solid position for that Aston Martin. I think Aston Martin will potentially do better at this race than I expect. I just think Lance, I don't know, I think he'll be on the back foot after last weekend. I think he'll have something to prove, and I think that'll cause him to make silly mistakes. Lance is very, very fast on a good day, but he's not consistent. That's always been his issue. I think that's going to see him down in 12th. The only thing that I think will change this um, is the fact that I think they have a lot of data on hand for this track. All the teams do, and they could easily bring some upgrades that would push them ahead. It's really, really unfortunate to see that Aston Martin not doing well. I had really high hopes for that Aston Martin. But nonetheless, I don't really care if Stroll is down in P12 because I just don't like him. There you have it, Discount Moby. Not a big fan of Lance Stroll. In at P11, just outside the points, I think we're gonna see the other Alpine, number 31, Esteban Ocon. Seriously good race, seriously good result for both the Alpines at Portugal. I don't think they'll be repeated, but what I do think will be repeated is I think we'll see Ocon ahead of Alonso. I think he's got to grips with the car a lot faster and a lot better than Alonso has. I think Ocon needs to stay in the sport. I would love to see an Ocon-Gasly pairing in that team in the future. Whether we'll see it or not, Alonso seems to want to stick around like Kimi until he's about 50, but we'll, we'll see. But I think a solid 11th place is going to be Ocon, which leads into the points. And before we jump into the points, don't forget to smash that like button. Hit that subscribe. Very, very important. They we get more likes than points. And they've started drilling very closely. So if you can hear that, my sincere apologies. You can hear that. I can see it on the sensor. In at number 10 is Pierre Gasly in P10. I think Gasly... Has not had the best season so far, but we are only going into the fourth race. 
Um, and I think that that Alpha Terry has got the right power unit. It's got the right team. And I think Gassy has the right stuff. I just don't think... I'm going to shoot these people. I just don't think it can get up enough uh, to compete with the rest of the people in the points field. Again, I think you're going to disagree with my number 8 being further back and maybe Pierre Gasly being a point or two up. But either way, I think Pierre Gasly is going to slot in to P10 rather nicely. God, that background noise is really irritating. I, I don't. I hope you can't hear it, but it's really, really, really irritating. Yeah, you you can hear that. I'm going to shoot someone. Discount Moby is going to go and kill someone. So that brings us into P9, which I think we'll be seeing. Carlos Sainz, I think the home Grand Prix for the Spaniard will go well, but I think just, you know, the rest of the pack from here on up is just incredibly, incredibly, incredibly difficult to beat. And once again, maybe he'll be P8 because I think you're all going to laugh at me when I say my P8, but I have my, my reasons. Carlos Sainz has, out of all of the drivers, got himself the most comfortable in his car. But I do think that he's still going to be a little bit on the back foot. And I think just some poor decisions from Ferrari will knock them back once again. But we'll see. Maybe he'll be further up the list. Uh, really, really such a shame to see where he was. Because I do think that that was Ferrari's fault at Portugal. More so than it was Carlos's fault. But I still think he has a little bit of getting used to the car. But that being said, I think P9 uh, would be a solid position for Carlos Sainz. I love the guy. I hope he's further up, but I do think P9 would be my prediction for him. So let's move on to what I'm calling the laughter section of this video before the murder section sets in because I may need to go and kill someone who started drilling in the only 20-minute window where I began to record. Arma. Anyway, P8, Vettel, who thinks so? Any takers? I'm not quite sure that I'm going to eat my words on this one, I reckon. But I think that Sebastian Vettel is going to be there in P8. And just before you laugh and before you leave this video, just bear with me and let me explain. So I think this is down to two reasons. One, Vettel didn't have a particularly good weekend at Portugal, but I think that Q3 entry into qualifying really did help boost his spirits a little bit. The second thing is, this is a track that Vettel has done well on before. He knows well. He's raced that for years. So he's going to have the up on some of the other members getting used. You know, he's going to be more experienced at this track than some of the rookies. He knows it inside out. The third reason is that Vettel seems to be seems to be just edging a little bit closer to the bite zones on that car. I think last week he didn't do great, but you could see he was a lot more comfortable. It wasn't as squirrely on the corners. And the other thing is the Aston Martin team knows this track inside and out. They have been bringing upgrades consistently, and I think they're going to have the data on hand to really push that car forward. Bearing in mind, it is a almost exact replica of another car, the Mercedes, which is up at the front. I think if they can figure out their issues, this is one of those races where I think Aston Martin could be on the forward foot. I don't think they'll be right up there. I think the, the rest of the thing is too strong. The rest of the field is way ahead. But putting 
some of that data, Vettel's experience, and a little sprinkle of luck, I think we could see Vettel in P8. I know most of you will disagree with me, but I, I think you're going to see a strong, well, it's not a strong points finish, but considering who's ahead of him, a strong points finish for the German four-time world champion. Third, third, statistically the third best driver in F1 history. Um, so, there you have it. In P7, we're going to have another one of my favorite drivers who's just not been having a great season so far. But this is only the fourth race and he's changed team. I am, of course, talking about Daniel Ricardo, And I think Ricardo is going to have a strong race this week. He's clearly getting to grips with that car. He's clearly getting better at running it. And he's clearly getting himself in the game. He, he said, just like Sergio Perez, that it would take him a little bit of time to get to those bite points. But he's going to have a lot more confidence at this track than he did at any of the other ones. Bahrain was the only track in there that has been around for a while. Imola is new to 2020. Imola or uh, Portugal was new to 2020. So coming back to Spain, it's confidence. It's bite zones. He's getting more and more used to that car. I think he's going to be right up there. And I think this is the turning point for Ricardo, where we're going to see him just start to come out of his shell in that McLaren team and start to kick people as much as I'm going to kick these people who are fucking drilling right after this recording. So this leads us into P6 before we get into the top five. And I think even though that Ferrari is strong and he's a fantastic driver, I think P6 is the best Leclerc is going to do this weekend in Spain because I think the top five are so strong. The only change I'll make on this is there is a chance that Bottas could be further down the field, which would put him clearly and, you know, lovely into the top five. But I think Leclerc P6 is where I see him for this weekend which brings me into my p5 hit which i think will be the wingman himself valtteri bodas i think after the portugal pole to coming third incident he's gonna have himself in a bad headspace he's not gonna do as well as he wants and he's going to end up in p5 not on the podium uh big 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 uh, drop back for Valtteri Bottas who is in either the first or second fastest car but I just don't think he's gonna bring it all out to Spain I think some silly mistakes um, you know some bad mindset is gonna cause him just to be off the pace a bit and that leads me on to P4 which I think will be headed up by our man Lando Norris who is third in the construct or in the drivers championship and has been killing it all season. He is going to be up there I think in the top 4 edging out Valtteri Bottas just using pure and utter confidence, consistency and putting himself right on the crest of that podium if not a podium itself. I could be wrong here and he could end up P3 ahead of the next man who you probably have deduced is one of my favorite drivers. But Lando Norris has been nothing short of spectacular this season. That McLaren is right up there. He's been showing that he's matured as a racing driver. He's going to push himself all the way forward. And I think if he was in a Mercedes or Red Bull, 
he would be right up there with Hamilton and Bottas. But it's shown the steps forward that not only McLaren, but Lando Norris as well have taken. So Lando Norris, I think, in a solid P4. Which leads me to P3, which I think is going to be one of my favourites. Sergio Perez, the Mexican, showed in Portugal that he's getting to grips with that car. He's not 100% on it. He doesn't feel 100% at home. But Sergio Perez is a big big picture thinker he's a great racing driver and every time he makes a mistake in a car he learns from it figures out how to never do it again and figures out how to work forward and that's what he's been doing for the past three races it's just edging himself that little bit closer that little bit closer now the biggest reason i think he's going to be in the top three because you may say that he didn't have a spectacular performance in portugal which i would agree with however However, he got caught behind Norris, which put him seven seconds behind. If you re-watch that race, you'll see after he got back in front of Norris, his race pace was exactly the same as Vettel, or sorry, as uh, Bottas, Hamilton, and Perez. He can be right up there in that fight. And this is only after three races. What's he going to be like after five? I think Perez is on for his first podium in Spain heard it here first let's see what happens next p2 i think this is the lineup we're gonna see i think we're gonna see a hamilton p2 and there is a solid reason that i'm saying that i think that simply put max verstappen is gonna be out for blood and i think red bull are gonna be on it on every single little detail this weekend i think they're gonna be going in for the kill and I think it goes without saying that Hamilton and Max Verstappen, we're hoping, are going to be right up there fighting each other piece for piece. But I think Hamilton is going to come out second. What I'm kind of hoping here is that Verstappen starts building that gap or closing that gap back up again because we really want to see this fight go to the end. But I think for this specific race, I think the Red Bull is slightly quicker. And I think on this particular track, the Barcelona track, I think it's going to be a little bit faster in those high-speed corners, and that's going to help them just push and edge themselves ahead. And I think Max is going to be very, very aware that if he lets Hamilton get one more win, that gap is going to be easing up. And that leads me into what I think will be our race winner at Spain. It is, of course, the Wonderkind, the Yoda, the Belgian, Dutch, whatever, Holland, Dutch. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh... Max Verstappen, I think, will take the number one spot at this race, which will put him back to just one point behind Hamilton, unless he can also get fastest lap. But it's very, very, very difficult to get the win and the fastest lap. It's just narrow on impossible because of tire strategies. But I think they just need to just check themselves in terms of regulations, not make silly mistakes. I think their car is still faster than the mercedes i genuinely think so genuinely think it's still faster than the mercedes and unless they can bring some sort of upgrades i'm gonna end there with max verstappen as number one let me know in the comments what you think get ready for another exciting weekend of racing and let's find out who wins the spanish grand prix let me know in the comments what you think because I'd love to know where you disagree, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of disagreements, especially on that Vettel comment. So thank you so much for watching. I'll see you tomorrow for another video.